Hey, welcome. My name is Glenn Lundy. Super excited to be launching our new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Can you believe it? That's right. The Breakfast with Champions podcast has finally arrived. This is your opportunity to get motivation, education, and inspiration every single day. And ultimately, your opportunity to get a seat at the table, to be a fly on the wall, to listen in to some conversations between some of the most amazing superhumans from around the planet. We're talking about people that are doing the things you know you can do, that have reached some of those levels you know you can reach. We've got celebrity interviews with people like Tiffany Haddish and Grant Cardone, Lauren Rittiger. We've got specialists in areas like Capital Ventures, right? Or wealth building, wealth management, real estate, all kinds of incredible conversations. And what's amazing about the Breakfast with Champions podcast is you're going to be able to tune in, listen in. They won't even know you're there, right? It's just like you're, you're, you're listening in on all these incredible secrets of some of the most successful humans from all around the world. You know, when we launched Breakfast with Champions, we had no idea of the power that it was gonna have. We had no idea of the collaborations it would create. We had no idea that we'd be able to connect humans from England and Australia and Saigon and America, of course, all together in one room having powerful conversations that elevate everyone in the experience. Listen, if you like these episodes of Breakfast with Champions, do me a huge favor and let us know. We would greatly appreciate it. We pour into this. You're going to get five to six hours of content every single day, Monday through Friday, five days a week. You can keep coming back. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast. We'd appreciate it. Drop your comments, share your thoughts and your reviews. It mean the world to us if you would do that. And in exchange, we promise you that we will always create a space, a safe space where you can come. You're not going to get politics here. It's not going to happen. You'll never see any type of division in here. It's actually exactly the opposite. We have a bunch of different people with different belief systems, different upbringing, different backgrounds. We've got people from all different ethnicities all coming together. But the one thing that we share is everyone in this room shares the same heart. And it is a heart to elevate you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to help you become the absolute best version of yourself that you can possibly be. So if you would, do us a favor, write those reviews, subscribe to the podcast, tell your friends. We're going to be here, and we hope that you will be too. Enjoy Breakfast with Champions. You'll see there in the notes that you can skip forward. You can move back. If you need to pause it for a minute, you'll now have that opportunity to do so. We do record these daily on Clubhouse. We have a Breakfast with Champions Club there, or you can follow me, Glenn Lundy, if you'd like to see those rooms, if that's an app that you enjoy. You can always come in and tune in live, or of course, just sit back and enjoy right here on the podcast and anywhere your podcast can be found. It is such an honor and a privilege to be able to spend this time with you. I know that there are a trillion places you could have chose to be. You chose to be right here with us on Breakfast with Champions, and that means the world to me, and I absolutely stinking love you for it. So with that said, we are excited to launch the new Breakfast with Champions podcast. Thanks so much. So today is Tactic Tuesdays, and like I say, I am dancing days. So I was thinking about it, and uh, I'm Kristen Kingsbury. I'm the founder of Get Some Assets, 
what that means is I teach people how to build generational wealth because I'm a big believer that you can build a life by design if you build generational wealth. And so today on Tactic Tuesdays, I wanna to talk to you about something. We're gonna talk about building an environment that supports your mission. Because I think oftentimes we get in this space where we, we know what our mission is, but the environment around us, all of these things happening, the chaos of the world, um, it just distracts us and we end up years down the road in the same darn place. And so today we're going to talk about some ways that um, we can build an environment that supports the mission. So as you know, in this world of all of the noise, you know, you got the, the cell phones buzzing, the text messages coming through. Now you've got 27 different apps that are sending you messages and people are trying to communicate with you. And there's just so many things that need to be done. And I know myself, I'm a highly responsive person. And so it makes me insane if I don't respond to a message by the end of the day. It like literally makes me lose my marbles. And so thinking of all of this, what it can do is it can absolutely stifle your production. And as um, Donna and Fanzo were just talking about perfection as a fairy tale, it truly, truly is. And what it does is it stifles your growth. It stops you from moving the mission forward. And um, Sharon Lecter a while back introduced me to a lady, Elaine Rawls, and she said, Kristen, there's this thing called Getmo, good enough to move on, right? And so as I'm, as I'm looking for ways to always improve the environment around me, one of the things that I want to hand to you is get things good enough to move on. You don't have to be stifled by perfection. But in your environment, wait, Brad, your environment can either help you or can hinder you from moving forward. So I want to share with you a couple of things that I think Brad. that I can share to add value to your world and help you to build that environment of production. Number one is think time is required. White noise time. Think time. I just want you to take yeah, some space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you've identified the mission that you're on, you can't just start plugging away at it. You need to stop. You need to think. You need to um, create the plan. And so often in life, life is so noisy. We've got the dogs, the kids, the, the social media, all of the things. And we don't ever take time to just have white noise space and allow our time, allow our, our thoughts to just freely flow, to reflect, to think. So number one, if you want to build generational wealth and you identify the mission, the first thing you have to do is you have to come up with think time. It's required. You can't just be reactive in this life. The second thing that you need to do is you need to create a bunker. Build a bunker. I always say build a bunker and block your chicken exits. Build a bunker. If you go to the office because that's where they tell you work happens and everybody's sitting around the coffee pot and they pop by your door and they stop and talk and you don't get anything done, then that's not the bunker that you want to move the mission forward. That might be a place that you have to pop in and you have to love on the people and you have some job and some role to do there, but that's not the bunker. And sometimes the bunker is mobile. Sometimes my bunker for the day to get the things done is in the car at the park underneath the tree. Sometimes 
Um, it might be I take a road trip somewhere and I need to write and read yeah, and I need to be in a quiet space. But there right? has to be a bunker and the bunker, you have to block the chicken exits. And when I say block the chicken exits, I mean you have an excuse for why you haven't moved this mission forward. And many of you, this mission is building wealth or um, investing in yourself. And there's some excuse that comes to mind every time. And it may just be, I can't get anything done at the office. There's too many people there. It might be that you can't get anything done at home because you work all day and then you come home and then you've got the kids and the dogs and all of the things. That's why you need to build a bunker. It's a safe space. It's your space. I don't care if it's your car. I don't care if it's your uh, downstairs bedroom. I don't care if it's a piece of your office. Whatever it is, you need your space. Number three, schedule and keep appointments with yourself. So often I hear people say, I don't have time. And I know, I know, I know. You've heard this a thousand times, but we all have the same number of hours in the day. So what has to happen is you have to value time with yourself and you have to schedule it on your calendar and it has to be honored and not replaced because somebody needs you in that moment. If you want to move a mission forward and you've already got the think time, you know the plan and you have the bunker, you have to schedule the time with yourself to move the plan forward and you have to honor that time. You cannot allow other people to get in that space on your calendar. Number four, you need to learn to recognize energy and change your state. Now, we've all had those days where we wake up and we know the mission and we've got the space and we're going to get going, but our mindset is just crap, right? This morning, and things just happen through the day, things that you cannot predict, that you cannot control, but that you do have to be able to adjust your energy around. So this morning on my way to the office, um, I actually, I went to drop off the kids and come back to my bunker and I saw a head on collision and I was the first one at the scene this morning and that distracted my mindset and my energy immediately. And I can let that distract me and my energy throughout the entire day, or I can recognize what it just did to my energy and I can recognize that it's going to keep me from being productive and I can identify ways that I can change my mindset and change my space. So after I dialed 911, knew everybody was safe, I headed on to my destination and I put on, in my, in my case, one of the things that I've learned changes my state is I'm a lover of old school hip hop. So I threw on some old school hip hop and I did some dancing in the car and I got super excited and I just changed my state because if I sat around and thought about what had just happened and what I had just saw, I knew I was gonna stifle the energy that I needed to build the class that I'm building. And so learning to recognize when your energy changes and learning ways to change your state. Sometimes it's a walk outside in the sunshine. Sometimes it's a call to a friend that makes you smile. Sometimes it's just sending a text message that makes somebody else happy. But you have to learn when your energy is down and you need to learn to change your state. Number five, prioritize, systematize, and learn to say no. So you know what your mission is, right? Your mission is, and, and in the wealth building industry, like my mission might be to own, you know, five new mobile home parks by the end of five years, maybe one new a year. Um, whatever it is that is your mission on wealth building, however you're getting there, maybe it's just your first, your first investment property. Maybe it's Airbnbs. Whatever it is, you've created the plan, you've visualized it, you know that it's there. 
You need to now prioritize it like we talked about in your calendar and you need to systematize things and learn to say no. So when I say systematize and learn to say no, let me give you an example. If my goal is to find my first investment property, I better systematize and have it on my calendar that every day I'm looking at the hot sheet for all of the new listings that come up that are within the criteria. And it could be something something as simple as just creating a system around your day that makes sure that this um, investment thing fits into your space. But if you get busy and you don't cut out the noise, you failed to do it, and a year later you look back and you still haven't bought that property, you still haven't moved your mission forward. So prioritize, systematize. When everything is when everything is um, manual, you have a chicken exit. It's too much work. You don't have time. You got to do it later. You'll put it on the calendar later. If you can systematize and automate things like the the properties you're looking for or, um, you know, whatever it is that is your mission, if you can create system around the things that you do over and over again, make them automatic, then you've just blocked the chicken exit of I don't have time. It's too many things. Simplify it, make it easy on yourself and learn to say no to everyone and everything that comes around you that's not in alignment with your mission. Because as you grow and as you start to do things, you're moving the ball forward. People will see you as talent and people will get in your space and people will say, me, 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 come check out what I've got going on over here. And if your mission was to build wealth and to buy those properties, and all of a sudden you're distracted by the guy over here who's maybe buying skyscrapers or doing something completely different, if you're not clear on your vision, you can easily get distracted. You need to learn to say no and to stay focused, at least for this project. The next project, you can pivot and look at a different, you know, look at a different strategy or look at something, uh, a different way to create that wealth. But until you've started doing one thing, don't start looking at everything else. Learn to say no. Number six, be prepared and find simple hacks. Again, simplify, simplify, simplify. If you can make it simple, you can execute it. And, you know, I find in life with all the noise and all the busy and the lack of calendar and the lack of accountability, what happens is we're flying by the seat of our pants and we're delivering I don't want to say half beep, but we're delivering poorly because we're not prepared. And when you deliver poorly, you lose the opportunities, right? You lose uh, the mission that you're on, the opportunities that are coming to you. You lose those opportunities by not being prepared. So number six, be prepared and find simple hacks to make everything very simple. This sounds crazy when it comes to wealth building because you don't see how this affects you, but all of these things give you back your time. And if you want time to do something new, such as invest and build wealth or whatever, you know, building a new business, whatever it is that's the journey that you're on, if you want to find more time, you have to simplify and get rid of. Number seven is simplify and get rid of declutter. Simplify and declutter. It's funny over the years, you know, when I, when I share these things with you, it's because I've learned them along my journey. And there was a time and a space. I come from a, a family that is like, oh my gosh, the messiest humans you've ever met. Um, and that goes all the way back to my childhood. And it's really kind of funny. I, I remember going to my grandmother's house and, and we didn't even like move things over on the couch. There were so many newspapers on the couch and so much stuff all over the house that we'd literally just go sit on top of it. And this was the same in the cars. This was just true of everybody in my family. I never saw anything simple. 
and I never saw anything decluttered. And when I got married to my husband, who's polar opposite, he's all, holy cow, you're like a freaking tornado. And what I learned over the years of watching him and seeing where I came from was that with clutter comes that chaos and that feel of anxiety. And you you start, I need to do, so I better add to my calendar. You start soaking up your time with the maintenance that comes with the clutter. Um, and so I, I look around my house and I do this all the time. I, I audit regularly and I look around my life, my house, and I say, what kind of things need to be decluttered? What's in my mind that needs to be decluttered? What's on my walls that need to be decluttered? Do you know I get all of these family pictures going and I get all of this white clean space and I'll start adding all these things and then I have to stop and audit my world and realize that it actually causes me some amount of stress to see things everywhere. But it's odd when you don't stop and think about that because it will get into your calendar. It becomes things that take up your time. And my whole mission here is to teach you ways to get some time back so that you can go do the things and have the environment that supports your mission. Number eight, set boundaries and teach other people how to treat you. As I started down this journey, I really had a little bit of a struggle with this because I'm a people pleaser. And so people would want my time. They wouldn't honor the fact that I had an appointment if I said it was with myself. And I felt guilty, you know, saying I had an appointment on the calendar and knowing that it was actually with myself. And and I I had to go back and even teach my children and my spouse how to honor this space. And I remember the first time I told my husband, I'm like, hey, can we set... Um, an appointment every week on Wednesday to where I do it on my calendar. It says lunch with my love. And, um, and it was funny because at first it was like, you need to put me on your calendar. And that was the receipt of it. And then when I taught him that, no, 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 this is a time block space that is just for you because I understand in the world of busy that I want to honor our relationship. I want to be a hundred percent present. So this is not about putting you on my calendar. It's about clearing my calendar to make sure that my space is for you and only you at that moment. And when you know your priorities, that might be uh, an, an appointment with yourself to move the ball forward. It might be an appointment with, with a good friend or a family member. I was talking to a friend this morning who was like, oh my gosh, my life is so, so chaotic right now. There's messages coming in from everywhere. There's all these people who need my time and I'm sorry, friend, I forgot you. And the truth is like, we all get that way. And so time blocking and having just a space where you can make priority the people who love you and the people who support you because when everybody gets your time pretty soon you feel chaotic and out of control so simplify declutter that includes your calendar and set boundaries and teach people how to treat you i love it um glenn last week he said <laughs> you were you were uh you know we have a tendency to ramble through text messages sometimes and sometimes you can just fire off your thoughts and not really think through what yeah, you are are saying and sometimes i think we do this to poor miss sarah she's amazing and she kind of keeps the world going around with all of these awesome awesome people and glenn has to like back us back up and remind us um like she gets a million messages fired at her here's how i want you here's when i want you 
to um, leverage her talents. And so um, just remembering that the people around you have incredibly busy schedules to remember that you have an incredibly busy schedule and to teach everybody around you how you operate is invaluable. It takes a while, especially the people that you've had in your life forever. I had family um, from years ago, they would call me all throughout the day because I had the, the the flexible schedule and they would tell me all their problems and tell me all the things. And I literally had to teach them that I will not answer to the phone for anything personal until after five o'clock because I time block between eight and five for my, my role, my business, my projects, the things that are moving me forward. And it took a while, but they finally stopped calling during those times and I could be productive. So you have to teach people how to treat you once you've figured out the mission and you're headed down that path. Um, number nine, audit your environment and schedule regularly. I feel like too often we get this crazy idea that once we have it figured out, it'll all be figured out, right? Once we have it figured out, then we'll never have a problem with it again. And the truth is what I've learned about life is it's about counterbalance, right? There's no such thing as balance. There's this thing called counterbalance. And so you you have this schedule, you, you have these tasks and this environment that last month was supportive and conducive to your mission. And over time, different people were introduced to it. Different changes in the schedule happened. All of these things started morphing and changing. And so it's not something that you can set and forget. It's something that you have to constantly go back and look at and adjust. And it's about counterbalance. And it reminds me, like your calendar, your bank account, these are all things. You can have your budget. You can have it set. You can have your finances in order on week one. But if you don't regularly set those appointments with yourself and make sure that they're honored so that you can audit your bank accounts, audit your calendar, audit your relationships, audit what gives you energy, what removes your energy, all of these things have to be revisited quite frequently in order to keep you as close to balance as possible. And I think that so often we feel like, well, I know what to do. Why isn't it working? Number 10, add accountability, subtract perfectionism, and do it scared. Um, the add accountability part. Nothing happens if you don't speak your goals into the world. There is no better accountability partner than your children when you tell them, hey, if I meet this financial benchmark, if I save the money for the down payment on the first investment, if I whatever it is that's your goal, and then you go bring your kiddos on into it and you say, then we get to, and you get to create a reward for your family that if you do these things that are really kind of outside of your norm and you're restructuring these habits. So family, if I do this, then we get to be rewarded by, and maybe that's a trip to Disneyland. Maybe that's a trip to Glenn. I told my family that I'm going to bring them all with me to, uh, to um, Kentucky in November, and then I'm gonna drop them all at your house to play with your kids while I go to the conference. And they were like, yes, let's do that. <laughs> I don't know how far the conference is, but. Um, so I Attica can't wait to meet you in Kentucky. I'm just gonna say that. <laughs> I, told, I don't go anywhere without my 
my kids and my family. Like I'm a mom first and a wife first. And I'm like, come on team, let's all go do this. And so anyways, I was joking with them and I was, I, I may not be joking. I'm not sure. I might drop them on Glenn's lawn. I was thinking they can swim in the pond and go fishing. And I'm sure they will have a heyday and not want to go home if I bring them there. But, um, but adding the accountability, when you tell your kids, if you give me the space, if you honor the boundaries that I've set, your kids, your family, your coworkers, this is my goal. If you help me to honor these boundaries that I've set, then when we win, we're all going to celebrate. And here's how they will hold you accountable. And they are the best accountability, especially those little kiddos. Um, subtracting the perfectionism, we kind of started with this, is that perfectionism is a fairy tale. And it's amazing how many people will have the plan, put it on the schedule, build the bunker. They're all prepared, but they're getting ready to get ready to get ready to get ready to get ready. And in five years, you look back and they're still getting ready. And so there's a point at which it's not going to be perfect, good enough to move on, go do it scared. And so I, I kind of want to open up to questions and thoughts around all of these things. You have to have a productive environment. You have to limit the energy vampires. You have to place yourself with a clear vision and a clear mind, knowing the direction that you're going. And then you have to get everybody on board, set the boundaries, set the reward if you win and go even if it's not perfect. You get the money now, you get the Opening it up to some questions. Like what are your thoughts on that? How does that show up in your life? <laughs> a great model for the manufacturer. They can Everybody, all at once. Did they put you all to sleep? Kristen, I just jumped in here, so I don't want to say anything repetitive, but I can say for me, one thing that's been really, uh, this is Sarah speaking, really, um, kind of a learning moment, I guess I could say with Breakfast with Champions and a little bit new for me is that we are iterating at the speed of light. Um, and that's what I thought of when you said that is that, um, cause I'm such a strategic person is balancing that. How do you balance that strategy with when you get new compelling information saying, um, let's go fast. Um, and how powerful that is on an emerging platform or in an emerging space that sometimes that's what kind of the going all in looks like. That's what that just brought up for me, just um, kind of coming in on the end of what you were just saying. I think you have to like have that time to work on your business and that time to work in your business. And whether your business is a new business where you are going to go invest. And I, you know, I always tie it back to the investing and the building wealth through real estate because it truly has to be time blocked that way. Like this is a a thing, a mission. Uh, it's a business. It's a new LLC. Like we're going all in. Here's the plan. And I think that sometimes people don't think of investing as actually starting up a new business and, and having a business plan and having a strategy and executing on that. But there has to be time to work on the business and then time to work in the business, whether it's um, you know, on the business, building the systems so that you don't have to manually duplicate things, or whether it's um, you know, whether it's just lead generating, you have to have both times and, and it's just like balanced life. It's never balanced. Like sometimes you're working more on the business. Sometimes you're working more in the business executing, right? Um, but you have to do both. You can't do only one or the other or else you get stuck and you never move forward. But talk to me about a, a building an environment and schedule that supports your mission. Have you ever had an environment 
that just wasn't supportive of where you were headed? And what did you do in order to change that environment and move yourself forward? I'd be curious to hear some of your, some of your hacks, some of your strategies. Was that for me or for the room? I don't want to be a hog. For the whole, anybody who, anybody who wants to chime in, if your, if your environment was not productive before and over the years has become an, whether it was years or days or months or whatever, but you used to have an environment that maybe wasn't productive, maybe the energy wasn't positive, maybe it wasn't moving you forward. What did you do to change your environment to, to help that? Hey, it's Raylan here. And, and first and foremost, amazing uh, I would call it like a masterclass and everything you said, it was things that I kind of realized late in the game and kind of had to adapt for me though. One of the things I had to really focus on is my strengths. Like I, I, I had to be a little bit more self-aware and realize how I operate at my best. And it is through deep work, but I also had to create the environment to allow me to have the deep work. So everything you said, right? Like blocking the time, making sure that nothing gets in my way and also be impeccable with my word when it comes to if I say I'm gonna do something during a certain block of time, I do it during that block of time. And I think the biggest kind of driver for me and the one thing that I always scream at the mountaintops is, is the need for deep work. Again, turning off my phone, putting on do not disturb, not allowing myself the internet, for example, when I'm like typing away at something, I'll, I'll turn off my Wi-Fi. Those things has really helped me be uh, more productive and less busy, so to speak. Absolutely. And I think that oftentimes there's there's um, energy around us in people that, you know, I have family that I absolutely adore outside of work hours and outside of productive productive hours. And you have to almost audit the the people around you and and is it sucking the life out of you or adding the life to you so it's it's your physical environment it's the noise and all the alarms and the alerts it's the people around you and the energy that give or take like being a part of this breakfast with champions morning um and having these amazing leaders and amazing humans around me every day i'm like gosh how blessed Am I to be in this space where we're uplifted every day in a challenging time where so many people are not? Um, and it's just how do you put yourself in a space where energy is added versus subtracted? Love it. How else? Have you ever had an environment that was completely not productive and how did you change it? I just, it's, it's such, environment is such an important piece of moving the ball forward. And I think auditing it is something that we all need to, take a look at. Um, any last thoughts as I wrap up this room? I could chime in, Kristen. Yes, chime in. Hi chime there. In. Thank you for this. Yeah, I agree. This was a masterclass for sure. Um, and when you think about the environments, you just asked about environments that weren't conducive for uh, being productive. You really hit on it when you said that the um, the clutter brings chaos and it really, it, it stifles you. It stifles you. And it goes back to even your first point of having to have time for think time. And I know that that happens best uh, when the environment is clear, when the space is clear, uh, when you can sit 
and maybe like you said, it's not necessarily in your home all the time, but I know um, just thinking about when my home was cluttered, when the environment was, the feng shui was off, <laughs> it would be very difficult uh, to feel focused. So just really uh, wanted to thank you for it. Um, you said some things that really resonated with me really about being busy, being busy. That's what I, I coach around a lot of times. Just, you know, you get kind of wound up in that busy being busy. I had been a stay-at-home mom for a period of time. And so that whole thing with people, you know, wanting to um, infringe on your time, so important and prioritizing ourselves. And, and that was the shift for me, just recognizing, uh, making my priorities, uh, my key priorities, uh, the most important. So you said it all, the time with your spouse, blocking that time. Like this was, this was really valuable. And it just really reiterated a lot of things that um, I've put into practice, but it was really good to hear them um, stated in this list. So thank you for this masterclass today. This is Cynthia. <laughs> thank you, Cynthia. I appreciate that. I think I put a little too much content into a 30 minute segment. I'm used to the one hours. But Thank you for joining us on Breakfast with Champions. If you want to catch the live version, you can follow us on Clubhouse and listen from 5 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday, Saturday 6 to noon, and Sundays with our 111 Sunday service. Make sure you're keeping up with Breakfast with Champions and getting yourself a seat at the table.